All right, here we go. All right. Um, so what? Uh, so do you, I mean we still got to do the Olympic thing though, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay, good. I've got. Let's see here. <clears throat> um. I've got. U.S. has most confirmed cases of COVID nineteen of any country now. I just saw that uh, like an hour ago. Um, I've got homeless written down. I've got Olympics written down. I've got opening day. I've got shelter in place. Uh, passing the time uh, with subcategories of golf, um, obstacle course for the kids. So just talking about what we're doing. Um, got Mark Marin slash, uh, should we, should we, uh, rate the ones that we didn't? Yeah, we can go back and do that. I'm down with, I'm down with the count on that one. (laughs) Totally, totally, totally. Totally crossed out. Totally, totally, totally crossed out. All right, we're good. uh, Level. Welcome back, everybody, to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I'm Chris Witt. And with me, as always, is the handsome man on the iPad, Mr. Adam Schmidt. Adam, how are you today? Doing well. Thank you for the compliment. How are you doing? If I was any better, friend, I would be you. Except now we're sideways. Oh, no. It's going to screw me up for the rest of my life. Um, you know what? I'm a, I'm a little sideways anyway. Is what it is. So we are uh, we're, we're we're we are practicing social distancing by doing this podcast from two different houses. So this is uh, not uh, the the exact setup that you know uh, everyone would would want or hope for at any point in time. But we are now here, and uh, we're kicking it off, man. We're getting this thing good to go. So Adam, we are. I want to know what what uh, what do you think about uh, today's podcast? What, what kind of stuff we're going to get into today? You know what? Uh, we we pretty much have no choice but to talk about the the main thing that's going on in the entire world. So we're going to probably talk about a lot about COVID nineteen, and I know everybody's sick of hearing about it and talking about it, and so am I, and so are you, and so is everybody. But guess what? We're going to do. We're probably going to talk about it. I mean, so, uh, the, we'll we'll try we'll try to bring different things into it, though, right? I mean, we're we're a sports right. podcast, so we'll try to bring this COVID nineteen to as much uh, podcasty sports podcasty way as we can. But I'm going to be honest, this is probably just going to be a podcast about uh, how different life is uh, in the sports world and outside of it. So. Adam, I want to know what you're doing. Oh, you know what? Before we do that, let's uh, let's talk about the people who are not open and doing no business right now, uh, but still they still give us uh, props, no money, but they give us uh, they give us a lot of help with the podcast. They do. Uh, first and foremost, training personally. 
Uh, gaining and maintaining a healthy mind, body, and spirit requires healthy eating, exercise, reducing stress, practicing a positive attitude, and seeking truth, Chris Witt. Assisting you in this journey is Peggy Edwards' mission. It's not only about exercise, it's about relationships and accountability between the client, you, yourself, and the trainer, Peggy Edwards. Training personally with Peggy Edwards is located at 3634 Boudinot Avenue in Cincinnati. It's 45211 over on the west side, uh, where we are, of course. Of Cincinnati. Uh, of uh, the west side of Cincinnati, correct. Um, it, look, it's a gym, okay? It's a gym. You're gonna go there. You're gonna go through a. Um, you're gonna go through a workout. Peggy Edwards is gonna put you through a workout. It's gonna work you hard. Uh, if you if you need a little help, if you need to modify some things, if you got a bad shoulder, if you have a bad uh, bad knee or something like that, you can still go work out. She will modify things and she will she will work around your ailments, work around your history of whatever you got going on, and she'll make it work for you. Uh, so that you can get in shape. Now, the big thing right now, so it's a gym. Obviously, you can't go there right now, right? Because you can't go to any gyms right now. The thing is, though, you go to training personally on Facebook, and at least the last couple nights, it may be happening every night, Peggy Edwards is doing a live workout on Facebook at oh, 7 o'clock. Oh, really? I did not know this. No excuse not to continue to work out. She will put you through a great workout that you can do in your home, no matter what kind of home you're in. If you're in an apartment, if you're if you're living in a car, if you're living in I don't know about that necessarily, but yeah. if you're if you're in a house, if you're upstairs, if you're downstairs, whatever you got going on, you might push your coffee table over to the side or something, but she has a workout for you and she does it with you. She will walk you through it and she will show you how to do it seven o'clock every night, at least maybe, maybe every night, maybe not, but check training personally on Facebook right now for workouts. I'm telling you, man, I, I, I do like yoga workouts and stuff like that a lot of times at home on my own and I, I, I use YouTube, right? Yeah. But I will not do a workout on YouTube if the trainer is not doing the workout with me. Peggy Edwards is doing this workout with you. I'm telling you. So get on Facebook, training personally with Peggy Edwards. You know, you know what I see you as. Oh, sorry, but the biggest part, the biggest part that we didn't say. Sorry about training personally. What they're doing. Well, uh, as soon as they open back up, go into training personally. See Peggy Edwards. She will greet you. She will greet you and make you feel like you've been her best friend for a million years. Um, but let her know that you're there. And you know about this because the Nosebleed Sports Podcast told you about it. If you do that, she will give you an entire month, your first month of workouts, however many workouts you can fit in a month, those are all free. That's insane. Brand free a whole month of a gym for free just by saying that you've you heard it from the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. So check out training personally. We also got the Burger Brothers Burger Craft. Craft Burger, man, I guess I should probably say this right. Calf Bur <laughs> Let me try again. Craft Burger Bros. Uh, so the Craft Burger Bros will be 
hopefully getting started when all this kicks back off again. They they did not have the their kickoff, which was going to be at the Delhi Liquor Store. They were going they they're opening a tap room. It was supposed to be last Wednesday. Didn't happen, obviously for the uh, coronavirus reasons. Uh, but they, they will be back, and when they are back, they'll be back in action, and I, we will let you know when they're cooking burgers. They were here with us a couple weeks ago, and the most phenomenal burgers I've ever eaten in my life. So, uh, that being said, that, that brings me to a question I want to ask you. So, this has been the coronavirus for a while now, right? I'm getting a whole yep. lot of COVID-19 now. So, it, as right. this gets more scary, is it changing names to COVID-19, or are we still coronavirus? Uh, you know what? It was it was coronavirus for the first, you know, week, two weeks, three weeks, whatever it was. And uh, I, I got so tired of hearing that. So I was so excited when they actually said, OK, like the actual uh, like scientific name for it is COVID-19. Now we're a couple weeks into COVID-19. I need another name. Back to coronavirus. Because I'm tired of hearing both of them. My son calls it the virus. He's seven years old, and he keeps telling me every day, at least three times a day, I can't wait till the virus is gone. (laughs) (laughs) Neither can we. It's funny. There are still a lot of different viruses. People are still getting like regular flu and regular just other viruses. Yeah. But if you say the virus... Everybody knows what you're talking There's about. There's no so doubt about it. No doubt about it. Apparently, this is one of our worst flu years we've had in a long time, which I'm sure is making doctors and urgent cares and all the above have a phenomenal time with this. So, Oh, my gosh. Well, that's that's one of the scariest parts is, is how they're talking about. That's why they're talking about how important it is to flatten the curb and stay away from everybody, stay in your house, because – more than just as much as anything is so that hospitals and doctors offices and urgent cares, like you said, um, aren't overpopulated and, and you know, there, there aren't enough beds. There aren't enough healthcare workers to handle all the people that this is going to happen to. They're saying 50%, probably at least 50% of people in the United States of America are going to get this or have had it. Sure. Um, that's it. That's a huge number. And, um, so and if, if all of those people are trying to get into hospitals and doctor's offices and get tested and everything at the same time or even just over a period of a couple months or whatever, that's going to be too many people for those places to handle. And so that's why it's that's why it's so important um, because you don't want to get and it's and it's mostly for the people that are going to be more susceptible, more high risk, the people that are already sick, already have uh, you know, pre-existing conditions, um, and, and, you know, elderly folks and, you know, people with any kind of a health complication already, uh, those are the people that are most affected or, or, or most susceptible, I should say. And, uh, those are the people that are going to need the attention. They don't have enough beds. They, they don't have enough ventilators. They don't have enough of the, the things, the critical things to keep people alive, uh, for, for all these people to be coming in at one time. So, that's why it's so important to stay away from everybody and wash your hands and all that stuff that you know everybody's heard a million times now. All right, you good? I'm good. All right, that's all I just want to make sure you're good. All right, because because that's uh that's uh it's a lot it's a lot to take in. That's a lot to take in. Adam 
Adam is super anxious. Adam, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Anxiety. Uh, he lives by himself. Uh, he's been at home for how long have you been at home now? What would you say about 14 days where you've been at home? Um, yeah, it's probably been about, yeah, probably about, been around there. Right around 14 days. I bet he's left his oh, house four times. Days. And in the four times, I bet, uh, I bet you've had at least three days without leaving your house. And I bet while you were home, you cleaned your house at least every hour. <laughs> I am cleaning a lot, especially for only being, being the only person here. Um, not every hour, not every hour, but... Uh, I get the joke and I appreciate it. And, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I, I do, man. I, I I have all the Lysol and Clorox wipes, the disinfectant wipes you can imagine. And I use those things like crazy. I'm working from home. So after when I'm done at the end of the day, I'm wiping my computer down, my mouse, my desk, everything, every, every single day, my calculator, my phone, everything I touched throughout the day. I'm wiping it down, even though I'm also washing my hands a hundred times too. Um, but yeah, I am cleaning a lot. Good for you. You should be. That's how it should be. That's good. Uh, so this has really screwed up my life because uh, there's no crop. March Madness is gone. We talked about this last week. Uh, I wanted to bring this up real quick. Uh, for all you people that listen to this podcast and happen to be Xavier fans, uh, my favorite Xavier game of all time will be played on Friday, tomorrow, at 6 p.m., Xavier, Kansas State. The two ta- oh, 2010 yeah. Xavier versus Kansas State CBS Sports Network is playing, basically just constantly playing the greatest games, uh, the greatest uh, NCAA games of all time throughout these next, for, for however long the tournament would be. They, Xavier, Kansas State, um uh, Jordan Crawford, unbelievable. Gus Johnson on the mic. I mean, it doesn't <laughs> not get any better. To this day, I shouldn't say to this day, but as of about three years ago, I saw an interview with Gus Johnson. They asked him what the fa- what his favorite college basketball game he ever called, and he said it was the Kansas State Xavier game. So if anybody wow. knows Gus Johnson, six years after he called the game, this was still his favorite game he's ever called. Please, if if even if you don't like Xavier or Kansas State and you just like Gus Johnson, it's one of the greatest called games ever. The overtimes, everything, it's unbelievable. Please check it out, CBS Sports Network, and you'll be a Xavier fan forever. Tell me one more time what time it is because I just wrote Six that o'clock. down. I do not- Six, Six o'clock, o'clock p.m. tomorrow. You know what that means? That means I have a hard stop with work. At six o'clock tomorrow. Yes, you do. I'll tell you what, I had a I had a hard stop at six o'clock today. You know what time I logged off? Eight thirty. About seven thirty. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to work from home, man, and you don't even have kids going through going through school. But uh, here's the deal: before we before we go any further, I gotta let everybody know. A lot of this is a little redundant for me and Adam. All right, because yesterday we attempted to do this podcast. We usually do it on Wednesday nights. Facebook Live's not going right because we we're separated, and I just don't have the equipment uh, correct yet to make this work. However, we tried this last night. Adam's phone died once in the middle of it, and then my computer overheated. So, uh, yeah, just we'll just say we scrapped that last night, and we're trying again. I think we're good tonight. Uh, so some of this stuff. 
I don't. I hope when I'm when I re-listen to this that we don't sound like we're skipping things or going through something, and like we already knew what we were talking about. But you know what? We probably needed a little bit better pace than we had last night, so that'll probably be good anyway. Yeah, it probably will be. All right. So uh, speaking of, uh, the, there's a lot of stuff. What What are you doing to pass the time? At your house, besides cleaning, obviously, and no, no. Right. You, before we get into that, I know for a fact that you went to the grocery store today. I sure did. Just a couple hours ago, yeah. My favorite thing about Adam is that he is the most. Uh, one, he he has. His, he, I don't know if it's OCD or super anxiety or or what it is, or maybe it's a combination of everything. It could be a combination. I, I think can that's what it is. Only imagine. We'll get in. I I would like for you to start with uh when you tried to go to the grocery store a few days ago or last time you went to the grocery store you went you didn't try you went <laughs> right. I want that story and then after that I want to know how today went Okay so uh last Friday night so about a week oh, about a week if you're listening to this on Friday the day after we record um I decided I was going to go to the grocery store I needed to go had had to get some stuff mostly some food and stuff um I was going to wait until really late all right, because a lot of times I go, I usually go to the grocery store kind of late, usually late on Sunday night, 10 o'clock or something like that. Um, so I wanted to go late, try to avoid the crowd. It got a little too late on Friday night. So I was like, you know what? I might, I don't want to, but I might try to get up extra early on Saturday and try to get to the grocery store before everybody else gets there, Great right? idea. That's such a great idea, by the way. <laughs> Once again, because I wish you would call me before you make decisions like this. I know, I know. But so I, I was under the impression that it was 24, that it was still open 24 hours at that point. I didn't realize <laughs> that they had, they had changed their hours. Um, so I was thinking I could get there real early or go real, real late the night before. Anyway, it, it, so I, I'm like, there's no way I would have actually gotten up that early on Saturday, except I got a phone call from work saying, hey, I need you to log on and do some stuff for me right now at like 6.20 in the morning or something like that on Saturday. So I had to get up anyway. I got on my computer, did some stuff for work, and I'm like, you know what? I've got to take advantage of this. It's you know 6.35 now or something like that. I've got to go. I got to go to the grocery store, try to get there before everybody else, get in and out. Difference between Adam Schmidt and Chris Witt, I would have hung up the phone five minutes later and went directly back to sleep. <laughs> and I would normally <laughs> do that too. But because this is such a big deal, what's going on right now, I wanted to, to try to get in there and get out of there. Um, so, I, so I did. I went. I got there about probably about quarter till seven. And I immediately realized that, number one, more cars in the parking lot than I was hoping to see. Number two, a lot of the people that drove those cars are standing outside the front door of Kroger uh, waiting to get in. So obviously, Kroger is not opening until 7 o'clock. And all of these other people had the idea to get up and go. So I sit there. Did you get in line? Did you get in line with these people that were probably hovering on top of each other and like licking each other's ears and breathing heavily on each other and (laughs) sneezing and and sucking noses? And and I don't care if it's outside. You're exactly right. All these people (laughs) are next to each other around the crowding around the front of the store like it's Black Friday and there's a TV on sale for five bucks. That's not the case. We're trying to get in there to get some food and get out of there, okay? So no reason to stand at the front of the door 
are at the front of the store uh, waiting for it to open. The it's first, like dude, they only got outside. like six packs of toilet paper, man. First six <laughs> win, dude. This is just like Black Friday. If you can get toilet paper or paper towels, dude, or Lysol, bro, boom, you are winning Black Friday. You're winning COVID Friday. <laughs> yeah, COVID Friday. I like that. You're you're actually right. It is it is actually very similar to Black Friday because. You're not kidding, man. They uh-huh. are out of that stuff. So anyway, I go in there. I'm like, oh, my God. And, and so in the 15 minutes, I sit in my car and wait for them to open. And in that 15 minutes, that crowd went from about 15 or 20 people in front of the in front of the front door to probably about maybe about 100 people or so. Yeah. And then as soon as they open the doors, another 100, 150 people come out of their cars and walk up doing what you were doing. They're doing what you were doing. Right. Waiting. Right. Those people were a little smarter, but I realized, I realized that, uh, man, I'll tell you what, we'll talk about, uh, how long hair and beards are getting too when we're sitting here. But, uh, anyway, we, uh, so I go in there. Finally, I go in, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm not panicking, but I'm pretty uncomfortable because there are so many more people than I I thought where they were going to be. Anyway, I go through, I get some stuff. I leave. I survived. I don't think I got anything from it. And uh, so anyway, this week goes on. I'm like, you know what? If I don't go tonight, talking about right now as we speak, if I don't go tonight, I'm going to have to go over the weekend and it's going to be 10 times worse. All right. And I did finally, I learned my lesson and I did talk to you yesterday and you warned me. You're like, listen, Go, it, it closes at nine o'clock. You told me go at like eight, seven thirty, something like that. Somewhere between seven thirty and eight thirty. That's when I would go. Right. Still gonna be packed right. more than normal, but I think that's your best bet. And let me tell you that you were a hundred percent correct. Like I'm I said, you should have called should have called me the first time. I hope you're from right. now on when you decide that you're gonna make a life decision, I feel like yeah. I think I feel like Uncle Sick Wit it should be the first call. I, I will call my uncle sick with it next time. <laughs> next time, uh, I have a major life decision to make. I, you're basically you're gonna be my wife now. Uh, you're my wife, uncle. Apparently. No, 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 no. Um, I'm your I'm your life advisor. Life advisor. Yeah. My wife, uncle, life advisor. Yes. yes. I got it. Okay. So uh, anyway, I did go tonight. And it did work out. There were less people there than I thought there were going to be, which I was very glad. There were more people at 7 o'clock in the morning on Saturday than there were at 8 o'clock or 8.15 or 8.20 or whatever on Thursday night. Gotcha. So, um, if you're listening, go on a weeknight shortly before they close if you can. Mm-hmm. Now, the only thing that happened was I ended up getting a little more than I thought I was going to get. And I, they get made an announcement every five minutes. The store's about to close. You better hurry up. So I'm like, I'm like sprinting through. I when I grocery shop, I, I take my leisurely time. Me I walk too. up and down most of the aisles. Love I look it. Around, I'm like, okay, what do I need? So I, I look around and say, bit. I look around and I say, all right, what do I want? Forget yeah. need. I look around and say, what do I want? Because that's how what I shop. I want? You're right. That's how I that's grocery shop. Too. That's what I do too, and I always end up getting almost exactly the same thing yeah. every single Oreo time. Oreo cookies, uh, ice cream, uh, a couple cans of of Skyline. <laughs> <laughs> 
you would think those would be the things. I, I shopped differently today and last time too, actually. Anyway, um, yeah, because we talked last week about how I started eating some vegetables and some different things, right? So I'm trying to continue yep. that. Trying to continue that because it's going to be easy to get fat. Everybody's either going to be, when we come out of this thing and we all get, go back out and we see each other for the first time, you're either going to be real fat, you're going to be in great shape, uh, you're going to be divorced, or you're going to be pregnant. Mm-hmm. Okay, Those are the four things you're going to be. I've got three, uh, three of those. I could, be, I could be one of the three of them. I can't, be, I can't be pregnant. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, so you could only be uh, – you're only going to be one of those things. You're going to be in great shape when we come out of this thing. I think we're both <laughs> going to be in great shape yeah, because exactly. you're going to start tuning it. <laughs> right. You got, your, uh, you got your V8 juice, your can of V8 juice there that you just opened, if you could hear that, folks, yeah. listening. Um, so good job on the tomato juice or whatever that is. It's uh, really disgusting. It was they told us it was uh, tiger blood at the uh, scout camp out when I was like in fourth grade, and it was V eight juice, and I've hold never on, had hold V8 on. juice again. Time out, time out. You went on a you went on a Cub Scout trip, and they gave you what was V eight juice, and they thought the way to get kids to drink it would be to say it was tiger's blood. I think it was wolf blood, maybe, or something like that. Even worse, I don't want either. Why would I want to drink blood? There's no, as a child, if you said, I'm putting blood in front of you. No, that I'd rather drink V8 juice. That's the silliest thing I've ever heard (laughs) in my life. (laughs) I'll tell you, I'm not sure whether I would rather drink V8 juice or the blood of something. 1,000% V8 V8 juice. Yeah, no way. You take a little V8, little vodka, throw a, throw oh, okay. a, throw a down, we're good to go. Okay. I, Some hot sauce. You got your Bloody Mary and stuff. That wasn't, that wasn't an option. It was, <laughs> it was straight V8. It was I, do straight like, V8. I do like straight V. I do like regular V8. Even when I was a kid, I, I mean, my mom would get us. We used to have this stuff called, uh, she would buy it all the time. It was called V8 Splash. You yeah, ever seen that? I remember that. It's more of yep. a fruit fruity it's got a little fruity oh. juice kind of a thing to the veggie v8 so you know what it was a little juicier and i was totally down for that i went through a little period over the last couple of years where i was actually getting that stuff mm-hmm. it's because it's not it's totally different than v8 juice exactly oh, not totally even close different. not even close to the same thing right um but yeah that's funny that you said that, that yeah so i did that and um, I did not get that at the grocery store this time, but I, I, I did get some, I, I stocked up on some frozen vegetables and uh, got some, uh, what else did I, the only bad thing I got really was cookies. I got, I got a pack, EL Fudge is one of my favorite cookies, the right, the, the little Keebler Elf. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, sandwich cookies. Yep. I got if those. They, I wish they double that. stuffed those. I wish they double, they double do. stuffed. They do? They have double, they have double stuffed. Yeah. Whoa. They double, they double stuff. stuff. The Keebler Elf fudge cookie, fudge, fudge icing stuff in the middle cookies. Do do yourself a favor, go to the store and get some because they're oh. uh, they're gonna change your life. I'm so excited life. about this. Better than double stuffed Oreos for me, 100. percent I mean, I love double stuffed Oreos, although they have come up so with this like super duper stuffed or something like that, where oh, it's like yeah. quadruple stuffed. Haven't had them. Yep. Not sure how I feel about that. Yeah, no, I had them. I had them. No, it's it's exactly as good. It's as all it quadruples perfect. the greatness. It's perfect. Yes. Nice. So anyway, um, I got that stuff at the store. 
let's let, I'll expedite to the end. I get home, right? Yes. Uh, this is what I want to hear. How many I get home? Did you take your clothes off before you went in the house? I didn't, uh, only because I don't have like a mud room or or any kind of a transition. I go, I walk from my front porch to inside of my house and I'm done. I don't, I, I don't have an inside garage that I go through or anything like that. Gotcha. So if I'm doing that, I'm showing the whole neighborhood all the business, all Dang. the business. All right. And, yeah. and you know, you keep I'm the drawers on. I mean, I'm you too keep your drawers about, about everything all the time, especially my body. And, uh, so that would never, ever happen. Adam's got like a six pack at all times. And then, but it never wants to take, he won't take his shirt off. Like he swims in a t-shirt. He came and helped me and my dad no, no, no. put a pool cover on swim. one time, like 15 years ago. And he, we were putting a pool cover on a swim club and it's hotter than a firecracker on a 4th of July. And he takes his shirt and lifts it up to wipe his face. And I was like, dang on dude. Looking a little ripped over there. And he was so embarrassed like he is right now. He's red-faced, <laughs> and he would not lift up his shirt to wipe his face the rest of the day. 15 years ago, you had a six-pack, too. Let's be honest, okay? No. Now, oh. Yes, you did. You did. Um, yeah, maybe. So, anyway, anyway, moving on from that. But what I did, I did come in. I walked in the front door, took my shoes off, put the groceries down, I did not put the groceries away, even the refrigerated stuff, even the frozen stuff. I went in my bedroom. I took my clothes off. I went in the shower right away, got a shower, uh, did all that, then came out, put my groceries away, took my laundry downstairs, put it in the washer. Um, so I did all that. I did all the stuff you're supposed to be doing. That's what you're supposed to be doing. If you're not doing that right now, if you leave the house, when you get back home, you're supposed to be doing that kind of stuff. If you're it out, seems extreme. If you're out and about around people that you don't know or people that aren't that that aren't your family and and people that aren't around you, then you need to definitely do some extreme stuff. My wife strips down all the way to the flow when she gets in. She pulls into the garage and she gets uh she she she, she you know yeah. I always sneak in. I always sneak in to catch a peek. <laughs> What time does your wife get home from work? I mean, not I'm all different times. All I'm asking for a friend. I'll give you. A, I'll give you a tracker. I'll put one of those tiles on her, and you can always know where she's at. I just no, learned but yeah, about that. Really, those. is what you're supposed to do. Yeah. What's that? I just learned about the tile. Oh. Anyway. Gotcha. Yeah. So good for you. So um, did you? Did you immediately yeah. after you got done? You washed up. You got yourself redressed put your groceries away. Did you immediately spray everything in the whole house down? I, so I didn't do that, but when I get I like, if I get carry out or if I get, uh, if I get something to, food delivered, cause we've been doing that a lot, trying to help out yeah. businesses the best you can, you know? So we're, we're doing a lot of that and like, I'll get a pizza huh. box and I bring the pizza box in and I put it down and I spray the pizza box with Lysol. <laughs> Man, it's, I'm so glad you brought that up. So I got pizza. I haven't been, I haven't eaten pizza. I mean, I've had pizza a couple times in the last like three or four years. I kind of stopped eating pizza, but that sounds horrible. Whatever, yeah. For, for whatever I just, um, I was, I, I feel like, I feel like, and this is a Jim Gaffigan joke. I'm just going to be up front and I'm stealing it. I feel like, did I eat it or did I rub it on my face? I feel like when I eat pizza, I just rubbed it on my face 
because I feel so greasy and disgusting and I can feel my face breaking out after I eat pizza. I feel like anyway. you need to learn how to eat pizza. <laughs> anyway, no, I mean, I don't, <laughs> no, I just, it's, it's just greasy and I just feel disgusting. I need I, to I have a conversation with Jim stuff. Gaffigan. He's a funny guy, but that. he's got to learn how to eat a piece of pizza. <laughs> I don't eat as much fried food for that reason. Um, I, I, I stopped eating French fries for a long time because of that reason. Anyway, um, but so in the last week and a half or so, I've gotten pizza three times. Nice. Because once you went back, once you got back on that train, dude, you forgot how good it was. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I got this. I got it from the same place each time. Now I had three different del- I delivered each time. I had three different delivery drivers. I wanted to tell you this last night and I forgot. And I'm so glad we're redoing this for this reason. The first time. It was, it was a young lady. She uh, handed me the pizza. I paid with, I ordered online and paid with credit card and tipped online each time. Yeah. Okay. There doesn't, so there doesn't have to be any exchange of money or anything like that. Uh, so the first time though, she came, she handed me the pizza. She's like, if you're good, not signing, I'm good with you. Not signing. I'm like, absolutely. I don't need to sign anything. Yeah. Awesome. Perfect. Perfect. All right. Second time, the guy comes up. Here, here's a here's a, a piece of paper to sign. Here's my pen too. Use my pen to sign it. Okay. Uh, and 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 I, you know, just oh okay yeah okay grabbed it. Sign, oh, I'm holding this guy's pen and the paper that he just had in his hand. You didn't put it in your mouth, did you? I I only I I took the cap off. I put the cap in my mouth and chewed it while I was <laughs> while I was signing. I'm a, I'm a pen cap chewer, so they say that's that what it, I did. They say that it can I transfer. It out, I stuck it back on there and handed it to him. What's that? They say it can transfer through material like that, but it would have to be. You would have to then take your hand and put it in your on your nose or eye or mouth. It's not. You're not. You're not going to breathe it in off of the pen. Well, if there was any coronavirus on that pen cap, it's now inside my gut. <laughs> so, so anyway, that was the second time, all right? And I was like, oh, my God. And I brought the pizza box in, and I sat it down, and I went and bathed in alcohol and uh, came out and ate my, ate my pizza. Nice. Um, the, the last time, uh, there was a guy. He had me. I, I had my own pen at the front door ready to go, uh, my own pen. So he comes to the door. He looks nervous. All right. He looks nervous. Yeah. And he's wearing gloves. He's wearing gloves. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I appreciate that. And I appreciate that he's nervous about this too, actually. So I'm holding my pen. I open the door with my pen in hand. He's still hand. I'm like, please tell me I don't have to sign. Please tell me I don't have to sign. He hands me the thing. He's like, if you could just sign this. So I go ahead and I sign it. I give it back to the, give the paper back to him. He hands me the thing and uh, he's standing like kind of far. He's like full, he's got full extension out of that pizza. You know what I'm saying? And, I'm, <laughs> and I got full extension on that. To pizza grab it. I know you do. I know you do. We was, uh, we were, uh, yeah, we, it was like a seesaw and the, and the pizza was the fulcrum and it was right in the center. Nice. So anyway, um, so I got that, and I felt a little bit better about that time than I did the second time. But those were my three times, three totally different experiences, really each time. Nice. Um, and uh, and the only other, so there was one other quick story 
uh, in that same vein, I had a couple of days ago roofers come and do some work on my roof. So these guys came, uh, they knocked on my door eight in the morning and uh, I answered the door and I talked to the guy the day before and he's like, I'm like, are you guys working? Are you guys, are you sure you're coming out here? Yep, we don't have to come inside. We're going to be on the roof. It's, essential it. infrastructure, outside. man. They're going at it. Let's go make some cash. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they're an essential business, I guess. So anyway, so uh, they come. I open the door. All right, I got to give this guy the contract that I already signed and everything. Just got to hand this guy the contract. Open the door. Hey, how's it going? You know, we're, we're here to work and, we're, you know, we're going to do all the stuff we talked about before. And But before he said that, hey, Adam. I'm so-and-so, hand extended for the handshake. Yes, 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 the conundrum. This is my thing that I have to the – I'm so glad that I'm not allowed to go call on customers right now because yeah. I do it second nature. It's second nature yep. for me to just – shake someone's hand and and yeah. uh, there was a couple times right before we got right before i was officially not making calls anymore where i'd go in and somebody would be like hey hit the elbow that's what we're doing now you know what i don't want to touch your elbow they're telling everybody yeah. to cough into their elbow why would i want to touch the thing you're coughing into no i would have yeah. been better shaking your hand Maybe you cough into your hand. I don't know. But they're telling people to cough into your elbow. So now I don't know why everybody's touching elbows. I feel like that's just as yeah. bad. You're right. You're right. I feel like everybody I, should walk around with a golf club and do just a little golf club tap. A little golf club tap? That's what I, we, I mean, we, our golf league. That. Yeah, I, I, I was reading a thing and it said, hey, if you're if you back when they didn't close – they didn't close all the golf courses, which there's still a few open, and they're doing different things where one person per co per cart. But they were saying, you know, just limit the don't don't touch anybody. No before and after, no handshakes. Just give a little club tap. I like that. I'm gonna walk around with a yeah. golf club, and I'm just gonna walk around and give people a little club tap. So do, like Brandon Phillips, like baseball bat, just a little Yachty Molina uh, shin guard tap, yeah. and see what kind of we'll see what kind of uh, scuffle we can get ourselves into. Maybe Johnny Cueto <laughs> stick a cleat in Jason Larue's face. I right <laughs> and his career. Yeah. Um so anyway. <laughs> his career was pretty well over at that point in time. It right? Was can, over. can we admit it that? I mean, he was the backup catcher to Yadier Molina. His career was over. No, his career was already over. The, the, the best thing that happened to him as a Cardinal was to say the reason my career ended was was uh Cueto's foot in my face. We all know that's not it. Your career was already right. over, but that just gave you a reason to retire. Yeah, like most people, like most people that say, "Yeah, I played college football, but I blew out my knee." That's the only reason I didn't. I didn't play. go. Yeah, I didn't make yeah. it to the pros because I, I didn't, yeah. I didn't make it. Uh, I didn't get drafted because my senior year I blew out my elbow. Or yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, you you're right. You you cough into uh, into your hand, into your elbow, into whatever on your arms and your hands. I'll tell you what you can't do. You can't cough onto your own cheek, which is why I'm giving I'm giving a peck on the cheek now instead of the handshake. I'm giving a peck on the cheek when I see somebody I know don't, when I'm out. So don't hey hey don't make that? don't make promises you can't keep. Hey, look, just you know, I'm it's just too saying, bad. I'm it's just too saying. bad we have to do the social distancing. I'd give you one right now. I feel like even when we're allowed to distance uh, more intimately, that you're not going to you know, forget social distancing when intimate distancing is back. I feel like you're not going to kiss me on the cheek. I guess we'll find out. I love I kissing. We'll find I out. kiss random strangers on the cheek all the time. 
I know you do. I am a hugger. This do. is so difficult for me. I'm a hugger. <laughs> I like to hug people. I don't care if I've known you forever or just met you. If we all of a sudden we're having a conversation and you're like, I love this. And I'm like, I love that. And then boom, now I know you. We're best friends. I hug you, kiss on the cheek, maybe a love tap on the on the behind. You know, see yep. how firm the booty is. I I like to I like to I, it doesn't matter male female I don't care who you are I'm I'm hugging kissing tapping I'm doing the whole thing. Y'all to be careful with the females. Do You're whatever right. you no, want. No, I don't. I don't do that to females. I only do it to men, which is even funnier. I wish there was a camera that followed me around to see their facial expressions when I walk away. Well. I have seen you do it, and I have been that camera. I have seen those facial expressions. I'll tell you can about only, it sometime. Can only imagine. Can only imagine. Anyway, <laughs> so anyway, guys, the guy extends his hand. Like you said, that's the thing. What do you do? You're, you're. We are conditioned to think, oh, that's a sign of respect. That's how you greet people in America. You shake their hand. Stare in your eye. I, you firmly handshake, and you say, "How you doing, sir?" That's right. Uh, so I was really nervous about, it. I'm like, no, no, we're not supposed to do that. But like, I'm like, I, I what do you, you can't, I can't just, you can't leave a guy hanging, right? That's right. That- yeah. You can't leave him so, hanging. Wash your hands afterwards. Just take the hit, take the hit, shake the hand, get the hand sanitizer right behind it. I'm almost out of hand sanitizer, by the way. I'm going to start making I do, it. I do not use hand sanitizer at all. You're ever. a, you're a full 20 second washer. I'm a, I'm a 20 sec. Even if it's not 20 seconds, I'm just washing like a hundred times. A I don't, day. I'm, I'm not, a, I don't, I, I, we've had this conversation. Like I, I can't brush my teeth for two full minutes <laughs> because that's way too long for me. So washing my hands for 20 seconds, that's incredibly too long. So I am way better at slathering on a little too much, uh, hand sanitizer. <laughs> I, I do it all the way down my arms. And then, yeah. like, I have a ton of it still on my hand, so I wipe it in my beard. And I've been doing this. been taking oh. the index finger, Gross. been taking the index finger and the thumb. So I get it on my hands, right? I do two squirts, so it's a lot. Wipe it down. Index finger and thumb to the nostrils and give a little oh. rub around the nostrils. Smack on the sides of the face, you know, like Home Alone. When he goes, ah, I do that, like the shaving cream. I get my, I'm, I'm all covered, dude. I got the whole, I, I'm growing this giant beard out that I'm sticking pencils in as me and Adam are doing the FaceTime, trying to make him laugh while we're, <laughs> while we're doing this, I'm growing the beard way. out. So I got to make sure that all the Corog, the, the Corognas and the COVIDs are all out of my beard, my beard hairs. And well, you wiped your nostrils with your hands. Yep. You, with, you got it right as they're back in there. covered in hand sanitizer. <clears throat> That's gross, man. I, I, oh god, I can't even stand to feel it on my hands. I would never put it, it on my. Feels face. like water. It. I don't know. It, it doesn't really feel like water to me. I don't know what it feels like, but it's, you. Oh god. You, the cleanest person I know, don't don't use hand sanitizer. When you got in your car today, after you. So when I was still making calls up until last Monday was the last call I made, I believe. Up until then, when you're driving and you're in your car and you go to Kroger's, yeah. I, w- I had a bottle of Lysol. Like I got in and out of the car and I was spraying Lysol on my my uh, my my handlebars. That's not how yeah. I drive with handlebars on handlebars. my steering wheel, on my steering wheel and like where I touch in the car and stuff. And then I had hand sanitizer and I lather that stuff up, do it before I got out and before I got in, and after I got in, did it every single time because it freaked me out, man. Here's okay, but here's here's the thing. 
I use, and this maybe it's, this is the same thing, but it doesn't feel the same to me. I use the the hand sanitizing wipes. That's what I use. Okay. So I have. So you got I like Clorox wipes? Huh? Like Clorox wipes? No, no, specifically for hands, like hand sanitizing wipes. Man, that is, you are you are so wasteful. That is so non-green of you to have. I mean, you could easily just squirt a squirt of hand sanitizer, and you're wasting all those trees on all these cloths <laughs> that you're throwing away, not recycling, by the way, because uh, they're not recyclable. So now you're mm-hmm. you're throwing away these things. Not only does it cost you more for that than it does for a bottle of hand sanitizer that probably lasts five times i'm disappointed in you adam i'm disappointed hey before your hands are sanitized they're dirty right uh i mean not all the time no at least some of the time <laughs> like 90 percent, probably so you're pushing down on that you're pushing down on that uh oh no 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 no. no 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 i sanitize Right, hit the hit the top of the spout to get the okay. sanitizer on my hands, and then okay. wipe off the top. I don't know if that's how it works. Don't know if that's how it works. So am I giving a germ to the top, squirting, getting hand sanitizer, and then when I rub back over the top of that thing, am I now desanit or desanit uh, desanitizing my hands again? I don't know that the that the sanitizer is really is really locking down the germs like that though. It's ninety percent alcohol. Cleaner, it's not a cleaner for other surfaces. I don't think. Why not? It's. I don't think it's. I don't think it's what it's for. I don't think that's how it's meant. You said it's ninety percent alcohol. I mean, I saw Maybe. some recipe because I'm about to make some because I'm about out. <laughs> ninety. This ninety percent alcohol stuff with some aloe, and then you can squirt some oils in it. Okay. Well, I you know, if it's got that much alcohol in it, then maybe maybe it's not too bad. I mean you dilute um, it, I guess, with the aloe, but still. Yeah. So so that's the thing. So I shook this guy's hand. He had a guy with him. He's like, This is so and so. I I was already devastated about shaking the first guy's hand. And that I'm like, please don't extend your hand out. And he extended his hand and I shook that one. And a couple seconds later they were done and I closed my door and I went in and I washed my hands. For ten minutes straight, and, uh, <laughs> and it was terrible. And not only do I not like to use hand sanitizer, I don't like to use lotion. I have no skin on my hands, no skin. That's uh, rough, and, dude. And they hurt. They hurt, and my knuckles are cracking. My knuckles are splitting. I should say. We, the, the we watched. We watched Bill Burr, Paper Tiger, for this for this <laughs> podcast. And he specifically talks about white people and how they don't understand how how much you really need to have lotion, man. Oh, I understand how much you need it. I just hate it so much that I just do not like you the You are so ashy. You are so ashy. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I, I am ashy. I'm very ashy, actually. Um, but anyway, that's the thing, and and it's yeah, I, I I freak out about that stuff all the time anyway. And now that everybody is sick, and there's a thing that you can get, and even if it doesn't make me terribly terribly ill, I can still get it and give it to somebody else and make them terribly ill. So yes, I got to do all that stuff. I got to even crank it up way more than I even normally do, and that's what I've been doing. Nice. Um. Anyway. We were about to start talking about this, and we stopped and got onto something else. Um, but we got to talk about what have you been doing? You know, we're working from home, uh, but working from home oftentimes means you got a little extra 
a little extra time uh, to do to do stuff. But even if you're sure. working from home and you work a full day, you still can't really go anywhere. Oh, I'm on the much. I'm on the phone all day, so I right. have I can put it. I put my phone on speakerphone, and uh, I got it sitting on the little table over here. And I've got this. Uh, I've got a, a, a this little chipping game. It's kind of like cornhole. It's got three <laughs> little holes in it and a little pad, and I just chip these little foam balls got 16 of them and i make the kids come bring them back to me it's a big it's a big to do they got to find there's there's four blue four yellow four red and four orange and they got to go find them and they're i I'm, I'm not allowed to chip again until i have 16 balls sitting in front of me and it might take them 10 minutes five minutes three minutes 20 minutes half hour to find them all under couches they go everywhere in the house it's so much fun we have a blast so with that. Game, your chipping game is not real strong then. Oh, no, no, no. Most of the time they're running after them and then they throw them all over the place so they can are go. You, are you slicing like four-foot chips here? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying that doesn't happen. Anybody anybody <laughs> out there on these airwaves that have seen or, or, or heard of my golf game know that that is 100% possible. One hundred percent. I used to back before I started golfing a lot, uh, not a lot, but more as much as I do now. Uh, about three, four years ago, I started golfing a lot more. Uh, before then, I had a buddy who's a really good golfer, and he would ask me to to get in golf outings with them, and he would tell the people, yeah. the other person, and the other two people in the group, like. I'm inviting Chris, not because he's going to do anything to help us in this outing, but because I feel like everyone needs to golf with Chris at least once in their life. <laughs> because he's going to wear cutoff jean short Daisy Dukes. With a, with a, with a uh, sleeveless sweater. <laughs> totally did that for a golf outing one time. Sleeveless sweater, cut off uh, Daisy Dukes. Hottest day of the year. I was sweating like an animal. I had a, uh, what do you call it, fedora. I had a fedora on. Oh I looked so good, dude. I looked so good. I wore high socks, too. So I had the weirdest burn ever. It was great. <laughs> My white thighs were red. Scoaching, baby. Scoaching. <laughs> All right. So you're doing so- – you're you're chipping and you're you're working on your golf game in the house to pass the time, but also while you're working. Yeah, one hundred percent. I got gotcha. you. And Besides I got the kids. That, I took the kids outside. I did a I okay. drew a drew an obstacle course. Uh, got it from our from our cousin's wife, cousin in law, I guess. Steph. Uh, she she put something out there. She did. She was she drew like a balance beam. So I had my kids do ten jumping jacks, then walk across the balance beam, then jump over. And it wasn't a balance beam. It was just a chalk line, and then jump over five chalk lines, run run uh, to the next driveway. There was an X. Touch that. Come back and do the exact same thing backwards, and then get back to the starting line. Nice, nice. I'll bet. Uh, I'll bet uh, everybody's hopscotch game is a little stronger these days. Oh. So um, I bet uh, everybody's four square game is a little stronger. Kids on the street uh, you can't really play four square. The kids on the street uh, on Friday before the whole nobody's allowed to to breathe on each other anymore. Three hundred and twenty five, I believe, was the number they got. They went all the way up the street, like at least six houses of hopscotch up the sidewalk. Whoa! Yes, very wow. impressive. Very impressive. You don't have time to do it. All you're doing is drawing the drawing the, the 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 board, right? Yeah, they just pretty much just drew the board. I don't know that anybody actually hopscotched the whole way up. <laughs> you didn't have time. Nope. You gotta wait till tomorrow, and you better hope it doesn't it rain. It doesn't rain. 
Exactly. <laughs> and it rained. <laughs> All right. So you got uh, you're doing obstacle courses with the kids. You're you're chipping. You're well, I taught my son how to ride his bike. Finally. We always got baseball and all ah, yeah. kinds of summer things going on. Took the training wheels off last year, and he just never really got on it. And he fell a couple times and didn't like it. And he just was never big on getting on that bike. So now I got him on his bike. Boom. Yesterday, he learned how to ride it. Today, uh, I don't even have to hold on to him to start. Now he can kick start right off the bat. Two <laughs> days in, my man's riding around like a fiend. Man. I'll tell you what, when you finally get that confidence where you can ride a bike on your own. Yeah. We we were like, man, we rode bikes everywhere. Dude, that's all we did. That's all we did as kids. I used to ride my bike everywhere. Speedway, UDF, Taco Bell. We just rode everywhere. Up to up to Del High Pike. You go to our cousin's house and you you pray to God you didn't get chased and you go to Kroger and all kinds of crazy stuff, man. That was uh stuff could happen then, but that was before uh you know, people are, people are, uh, a lot worse now. Sure. So, so I don't know that kids can really do that as much anymore, but, uh, I, I, or go that people, far. Yeah, yeah, that's, I was going to go into something, but that's totally <laughs> a different story. Anyway. Um, yeah. Anyway. So I was pretty excited that he learned how to ride his bike. That is um, exciting. I was, cool. I was very excited. His knees, the knee pads, we got him like four years ago when he got his bike, when he was three. So three years ago, three to four years ago. When he got, he's so much bigger now. The knee pads don't fit him. You can't even wrap them around and get it. So he's got nothing but a helmet on, and he, oh, his knees look like look like they've been through a prize fight. I'm talking twelve <laughs> bruises, cuts, scrapes all over it. But God love him. He kept getting on and going at it. He did great. Yeah. Man. Proud of him. Proud of him. That's awesome. All that. All those. All that knee stuff. You. You. You can't be a kid between I told five him. or six and like twelve or thirteen and have and clean not knees. Have scabs on your knees. You gotta, you gotta have yeah. scabs. You got to. I told us what I told him. I said, dude, that's not even the worst that's gonna happen to you riding a bike. Guarantee oh. it. You're gonna try oh. to jump over like six kids over a ramp. We used to do that. We used to have, we build a ramp and then we lay like six kids on the street down. We'd see how many kids you could jump. And I always, oh, man, we always had like the youngest kid at the end, man. which now that I think about it, we probably should have had the oldest kid at the end, not the one that could probably die the easiest. Uh, oh. So anyway, we always made it. I feel like once we got close to like, oh, okay, maybe not do anybody else. Or yeah, man, you should, have, you should have had Sean and Shane there at the end. They were the older kids. That, right? No, they were all, yeah, but they, they were always the first two. <laughs> They're always the first two. <laughs> Sean and Shane Lonneman. Holy cow. Oh, this this podcast has turned into a uh has 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 left the sports world and has, we we had a really good podcast yesterday and talked about the Olympics, which was fun. Uh which I don't yeah. know that we'd be able to get into this really well right now because of the passion that we both had yesterday. I don't know how good this podcast will be uh trying to re reinvent that. So I don't know if you want to do this. We can at least talk about it, though. Yeah, I don't think we have to to try to do uh, the same thing. I think it, it just naturally we can talk about. So one of the biggest things in the last couple of days is they finally, uh, the IOC, the Olympic Committee, finally made the decision a day or two after they said it's within the next month we're going to decide on what to do with this 2020 Summer Olympics. Like two days later, they were like, ah, we don't need a month. We're going to uh, – we're going to just postpone it right now because obviously 
you're, you're not going to bring a billion people into Tokyo, Japan for this thing in four months or five months or six months or whenever. It's still not going to be okay to do that, I don't think, by then. You're not going to want to have all these people traveling from all over the world, going through airports and doing all the stuff you're not allowed to do right now. Even in four, five, six months, it's still not – that's going to be – it's going to be very touch and go with that stuff for a long time, I think. So you can't do it this summer. You probably can't even do it in the fall. There's too much. There's too much. Too too many logistics to go through. Well, you uh, can't do it to, in the fall because it's the Summer Olympics. Right. Sure. Sure. Whatever you want to call it, doesn't matter. It's the Olympics. It's the but, Summer Olympics because the Winter Olympics will be a year later. It will be, and and it is going to be a year later now because they did postpone it to, to the summer of 2021 so that's where we're going to go now uh, i know you were bummed about that because you're you're i big love the, the olympics. olympics so uh, the olympics are so big to me man i and i'm such a homer when it comes to the united states and we'll get into that in a minute my first thing i don't know i haven't looked it up because we talked about this yesterday but the weird thing to me the the, the worst thing about this for me is the people on these teams right so the you have the united the team of the united states which is made up of i don't know five six seven thousand seven hundred seven thousand five six seven hundred i don't know how many people are on the united states olympic team but there's a ton right you had a ton of people all different sports and you bring them all together and these different activities these different sporting events have a uh, certain 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 things that you have to go through to make the team certain events that you have to qualify to to make these teams there's going to be a lot of people i i imagine it's a year later i imagine that some of these people are either getting older in the case of these you know young gymnasts you know maybe you get older you get injured things happen there uh, are they having next year you know come Come uh, fall of this year, are they going to have new events to try to make the for the team for then, or are we just bringing everybody that was going to be on these teams now? Track and field, another one. You know, they have to qualify to be on the Olympic team. When I yeah. got a whole another year, so that, do they all have to re-qualify for that? I that those are the people, the people that were on the teams and then are not going to be on next year because they didn't requalify or somebody else got that much better or they got a little worse. Those are the guys I really feel bad for. Yeah. You know, I don't know how every sport works. I would I would imagine that almost every sport has some sort of qualifying event that you have to, to go through to qualify. Yeah, to sure. Be on. And um, so, but, but I don't know exactly. To me, if you've already qualified and you had these plans to go here, you have spent your last three or four years, or if it's going to be your second or third Olympics, the last eight or 12 years or whatever, or 11 years, um, training for this, for, you know, a six week, or in some cases, you know, a matter of seconds or a matter of minutes for your event, right? Right. You train, your life is about training a to compete at the highest level against amateurs, I guess. Yeah. But, um, so, so yes, you have all the work you've put in. If you already qualify, I imagine they're going to keep those teams 
and not make them requalify. But I imagine, like you said, that people are going to drop off. You're going to keep training, obviously, between now and in 2021. But that's another year to be injured or to go through for, for you know, female athletes to get pregnant, to, uh, uh, you know. What's so anything. funny about that? Why'd you giggle? It's the truth. Did I giggle? No. <laughs> I did giggle. You're right. I did giggle. You're like a small kid. You I said the word pregnant and you're like, oh, sex. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm very embarrassed about that. Um, anyway, no, it, it, anything could happen, and but you know, you something could happen where you're training and you hit that wall where, like you said, you know, in in some sports, depending on what sport, if there's a like in basketball, you know, if you're 35, 36, 37, or whatever, and there's a point where you kind of start hitting a wall. And your skills start to decline, your physical abilities start to decline a little bit. If that happens within the next year, you might be in a position in a year where you're, you're like, you're probably not going to help the team nearly as much as somebody else who has, who's a little bit younger, who has used this next year, who might have been on the verge of making, uh, of qualifying for the team, but just wasn't quite there yet because you're still developing or whatever. Especially these sports, like you said, gymnastics and the sports that have really young athletes, um, you know, you're, you're still developing and it might take that extra year, the next six or eight or nine, or 12, nine months or whatever to, to, to develop yourself and to develop your skills and your, your body and everything to get where you can help a team much more than a person who was, who was probably going to be in their last Olympics and on their way out. Right. So something like that could happen where you might, you know, you might have to make a decision uh, that, you know, look, I know you qualified. I know you worked your butt off for the last now five years uh, for this opportunity. But we, you know, Team USA, for whatever sport we are, we have to take the best team possible out there. I feel bad for those the, guys, man. This is the Olympics. I feel for them. I feel for them. So, you yeah. know who I don't feel bad for? I don't Who's feel that? bad for um, uh, the gymnast, the – uh, my, my favorite gymnast in the world, everybody's favorite gymnast, the Simone Biles, Biles, Simone Biles. I mean, they, this girl, I'm excited. Th- that's one thing I'm bummed about is being not being able to watch her. I wish they showed. Oh, is, it the, is that summer? <laughs> is gymnastics in the summer? Oh, my god! I don't know. I, so I know difficult one for me. Sport. I know one Basketball. Bas- that's it. I don't that- know if basketball's in and curling's in the winter. You didn't even know curling was in the winter. You don't know what any of that is. I did not. If know it's that. on ice, if it's on ice, it's a Winter Olympics. I mean, that's obvious, it's right? It's indoors. Yeah, but Why it's on ice. It? It's indoors, though. But it never. It wasn't back in the day. They did it out on the lake. Okay. <laughs> it's not back in the day. It's present time. You're right, but the Winter <laughs> Olympics started back in the day. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Uh, yeah. So uh, I, I know you said it's funny because you said. Uh, you're a homer for Team USA, right? You, you. So, I'm a homer, dude. Like there is Team USA. That's why I love watching the Olympics because it's a it's it's something that I can I can constantly uh, be rooting for my team. My team's always playing in something on TV. I may not know the sports very well, may not understand all of them, but the competition is there and it's a national team. The entire nation of the United States is rooting for the same people. My neighbor's an Ohio State fan. My other neighbor's a UC fan. 
I don't I don't have to worry about being a Xavier fan in between them and us not, you know, if one of us play each other. No. And when the Olympics start, we are all United States of America fans. I love that. That's what I love. It brings the nation together. Yeah. Whenever uh, somebody I, starts, I, I, when everybody starts, any ever somebody starts an answer with this sound, the the popping of the <laughs> lips, that usually means they don't agree. So I can't wait to hear what you have to say. No, it, it's. I, I mean, I was gonna say that most people agree with you. I feel like most people that I've come in contact with over the years, people do love the Olympics. They love it. I can't say that I'm one of those people. Honestly, <laughs> I, I just don't get up for the Olympics like other people do. For me, I don't watch gymnastics on a regular basis because I just don't, because I just don't get into it. I've never done it. I've never learned it. I don't know anything about it. I'm, I'm impressed by what, it, you know, the athleticism and, and the ability to flip through the air a million times and, yeah. and flip around on bars and all kind, whatever, all the stuff they do. I'm impressed by that. And, and the amount of work it takes to get good at that. But I'm just, I just don't have the interest. And that's the same with almost every single Olympic sport. Like I might watch it because it's, you know, some of these sports, it's the only time you'll ever see it on TV. And if I'm flipping through or something, okay, I might stop, but I might stop for 30 seconds, a minute, no way, dude. five minutes. I'm not spending all day long watching the Olympics because it just doesn't hit me like that. It just doesn't. It just doesn't what? bring so, out, and it doesn't bring out this sense of pride in Team USA. So you're not patriotic. You have me. no patriotism for the Olympics. It's you probably don't have patriotism really. in general. You're like I'm going to call you <laughs> Adam Unpatriot Schmidt. <laughs> That's uh, you're going to come up with something better than that. I hope so. Gonna, I hope so because I said that yesterday, and it still doesn't sound very good. <laughs> no, look, I, I don't. I don't mean to like put down the Olympics or put down the United States. I'm not one of those people. Check my Twitter. I'm not getting on there bashing the president every day. I'm not getting on there talking about big pharma and corporations and that's what's wrong with America. I'm not doing that. It's stuff. because you're a normal human being that realized that whatever you say on Twitter, nobody really cares. No, I know that nobody cares. Nobody <laughs> should care. But a lot of people use Twitter to do that kind of stuff, to, to be really opinionated and I just about swipe controversial right. stuff that makes people get all upset. Swipe right by it. Just swipe right by it. because Just swipe right by it. If I swipe can right. say one I'm, thing. I'm swiping left on those I'm people. swiping down so I can keep going to the <laughs> next thing. I want to just go to whatever's next. I don't need to look at any of that stuff. Just I swipe uh, up yeah, or down. Right. I will get away from it. If you're on the tweet box, don't, don't, don't engage these people. When you engage these people, they feel like they can continue to do these crazy things and be as super outlandish as possible. Don't engage them. It's that simple. Don't engage them. Swipe I'm past them you. and just continue on with your sports life. That's what Twitter was invented for, for the sports fan, to be able to get immediate access to all things sports and all this other jargon that came along with Twitter, I'm done with. Let's get out of it. Let's forget it. I don't follow anybody that is any kind of political anything, and yet I still get political crap on my Twitter all the time. Yep. Same. Same. Because guess what? That's what it was invented for. Social media was invented to give everyone a voice. 
And for every for for you to be able to broadcast for free, broadcast yourself, however you want that to be, right? So that's how that's what it really I think was made for, and that's what people use it for. And sometimes it's a great thing because, like you said, you and I intend to use it mostly to keep up with sports news yeah. and and really cool content uh, re- relating to sports. Really funny videos. Kind of I love really funny vides. I like the yeah, little, yeah, yeah. I like funny videos. Stuff, right. Yeah. Um, so, so that's what we use it for, but I'm the same, man. I, it doesn't matter who I'm following. I get political stuff all day long on that thing. You know, everybody wants to say something and no matter what the president says, everybody wants to, wants to retweet it with a comment and have some sort of thing about how awful the guy and is. And then there's 50 more comments under it about who hates him, who loves him, who yep. doesn't just let's do, yep. just, just give up on the tweeter. All right. Stop tweeting. So, don't press so anyway, send. Don't if you're not if you're not a sports journalist, don't press send. <laughs> right, right, that's right. That's a good that's good advice from uh, Herm Edwards. Bobby Nightingale, Herm, Herm Edwards saying, you're don't the only one send. allowed tweeting. That's right. Adam so, Baum. Uh, and anyway, yeah, Adam Baum, yeah, and uh, Bobby Nightingale Jr. Um, so I don't use. So I, I'm not on Twitter doing that stuff. I'm not, I'm not, I don't hate the United States of America or anything, but if I'm watching this thing, if I'm watching the Olympics and I see two people competing and one is, is from team USA and one is from any other country. And there is something about either one of those athletes that makes me um, like one more than the other. I'm telling you, Team USA, it, it probably, I'll be honest, because it's, it's an inherent, You, we all have inherent biases, right? So 100%. There probably yeah. is one. There probably is one for Team USA. I probably would, if it's a tie, if I'm going into it, not knowing anything about them, I'm rooting for Team USA. Thank but God. Oh, he, he does have a little out. patriotism. I can take your unpatriotic Adam off and call you slightly patriotic Adam. But, but I'm telling you, once the competition starts, if if you got a you know if you if you have a uh, somebody an American that's uh, you know we we t- we talk about especially in boxing you see it a lot right and and we see it in basketball a lot you if you're we'll we'll, we'll go a different route we'll talk basketball okay now okay. I'm I'm rooting hard for Team U that's the only sport I really care about in the Olympics anyway so I'm rooting for Team USA I know all their players I'm I'm familiar with everybody I know what's going on. They have the greatest coach in the history of the universe, Greg Popovich. And uh, by the way, he he uh, did say that he's still committed, even though it's moved another year. He's still committed to 2021. He's going to be Team USA's coach. So I'm still on board for sure. Um, but you start going and well, and, Kawhi uh, Leonard is Kawhi Leonard playing. Uh, I imagine. I mean, he's the best player in the world now. So well, why I mean. I mean, I don't know um, if I'd go that far. I think, I mean, I don't know no, about look, the best player in the world, but uh, I would, I would definitely say that there's a, a little bit of a different relationship between Greg Popovich and Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> it, it, they did it. <clears throat> um, this no, is yeah, that that cough it. is the end of Adam's coronavirus, by the way. That's the end of it. That was the last one. That, it, you watched it leave my. You listened to it leave my body. Um. So no, but uh, basketball is the only thing. But if if the game starts and Team USA is is uh, playing it like the All Star game, 
and they're and they're out there to to do crossovers until somebody falls down and then they do a triple step back without dribbling and stare at the guy and tell and like wave him to come on or something like if they're if they're behaving that way while So if James playing, Harden is playing, you're not going to root for Team USA. If, J- if James Harden You just Harden is you playing, just described James you just described like 10 trips down the court for James Harden. Okay, so if James Harden's playing and he's playing that way and anybody else is too or doing anything similar to that, if you're being arrogant, if you're being uh you know, if you're being brash and cocky and all that kind of stuff and that's the way you're competing, bring it in on the baby. Olympics, I want the on the world stage. Yes. On the world stage. Yes. Guess who I'm root guess who I'm rooting for? You're root- I'm rooting you're for Argentina. Rooting for- I'm rooting for Spain. I'm rooting for Cuba. Well, they're they're not going to do playing. that against well maybe Cuba, but they're not going to do that against <laughs> Argentina or Spain or Australia. They'll do it against I'll tell you what. uh I don't know um uh Guadalupe or Guatemala or I don't know some other <laughs> tiny little country. They'll do it against right. them because they can't. Because guess what? Because of the Olympics, the rest of the world caught up basketball wise. To at least in the Olympics, because every other, every other, every other team in the Olympics basketball team, almost every one has has at least one NBA player on it, and some of them have multiple NBA players on them. Yeah, because it's become such a global sport because of the Olympics, because the 1992 Dream Team, so many guys, so basketball took off in so many other countries that it wasn't popular in before yeah. because of that team, Team USA in 1992, and it's just gotten more and more popular every single year. And now you have almost as many, it seems like, I mean, the San Antonio Spurs probably have more foreign-born players than American players on their team. And there are probably a couple other teams like that too now. Um, so it's so huge. But I, I'm saying, and I use basketball as a, uh, uh, as an example, and boxing is is a way. Because I don't care boxing, what you're people. doing. It's not in the Olympics. We had this conversation yesterday. You don't see that in the Olympics. You don't see the arrogant body suits guy wearing some kind of light up suit that weighs forty pounds. You don't see that in the Olympics. You don't see that stuff. You when in the Olympics, you see young amateur fighters looking to get to the top and get that gold medal so they can get to the next level. I believe, and I, I've never seen an Olympic fight where a guy's being uh, overly cocky or arrogant or anything like that in the Olympics. And I, I even if they were, if they've got, if they have red, white, and blue, uh, you know, red and white stripes with some with blue and white uh, stars on it, dude. I'm, I'm telling you right now, I don't care. I'm here for the entertainment, dude. Let's go, USA. USA, USA, USA. <laughs> Obviously, it's not as big in, in, in yeah in boxing. It's not as big in the Olympics, of course. But I'm telling you, these guys that are in the Olympics that are boxing, that's their life. Their life. If you're if you're a boxer, your life is boxing. And those those guys are watching the pros that are acting like fools. They've coming been into the they, ring. Act like that just started. Fight, so do you like? Fights. What do you think about Muhammad Ali? I. I never saw him fight. I know what you're talking about. You never, but, you never watched the Muhammad Ali fight. You've well, yeah, never yeah. watched the Muhammad I, I Ali fight. I, I have, I have. You've never heard Muhammad exactly Ali interview before or after a fight. I don't, I don't like that he acted the way he did when you know doing all the, uh, 
you know, dancing around and, and like, uh, when it's, when it is trying to embarrass your opponent or there's a word I'm looking for that I can't think of right now, but when you are trying to embarrass your opponent or you're, you're, uh, you're, you're trying to draw attention to yourself in a way that's in an, in another way that so is in a boxing um, match, in a boxing that's a, that's match, an arrogant way in a boxing match. That is that if, if the, if the, if it's a 12 round match and it goes 12 rounds and it comes down to judges decision. So yep. in a boxing match, that is yet yeah, three judges that are judging the fight. You don't think it's okay for somebody to try to embarrass their opponent or make their opponent look worse while they're in the ring. 100%. I want to draw attention to myself. I want to do everything I can to keep these judges looking at me thinking he's doing better than this guy. You do that with your fighting. You do that by fighting because that's, I can do that's that. That's fine. You can do it with your fighting, but if there's other ways to do it as well, you can fight and do that at the same time. You can be the better fighter and do that at the same time, and that's called entertainment, and that's why people watch it, and that's why I love it. I'll tell you what. If I'm a judge and it comes down to where I think – That's why you're now, not a judge. It, it really in, – in, in, but no, but look, I'm <laughs> – this actually, I, I was starting to say that, and it doesn't matter because it's about points. It's about it's about points. points. It so is one hundred percent. It's all about points. Matter, yeah. You're right. And and you score you you award points at the end of each round, and your scorecard just adds up, and you just tally your your points up at the end. But anyway, um, if it's you know if I'm split though, I, I'll tell you in a, in a round if I feel like it's an even round, and a guy is acting like a fool, and and uh and acting arrogant and just being just like acting like a jerk <clears throat> and the other guy is just in there fighting and he's he's working hard and he's fighting and stuff and he's focused on fighting i i'm telling you i don't totally disagree with what you said but for me if i'm watching that and it and it's a it's a 10 10 round honestly i as a judge am like you know what that guy is Bad. That guy's making. You, so you're gonna take point. You're bad, gonna take a point from him. You're gonna. Because, you're gonna take a point from him because of the way he's acting in the ring. If it's I'm ten ten, if it's ten ten, you're gonna go ten nine and take a point from him so the other guy can win that round. Because no, that's that's matter, not the way you should judge either. You don't judge it, off his off the way he acts. You judge off <clears> the fighting that's going on, the punches thrown, punches landed, <clears> how they how they affected each fighter, that kind of thing. But if it's an, if it's even if it's an even round and you have to make a decision, ten nine either way, then that's that 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 factors into the decision the opposite way that you're talking about. And there might be judges and there might be a lot of people who feel exactly what you just said. They're, the attention he I got the attention because I'm 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 dancing around and, and I'm not I'm know, not saying I, give I, them the point because they're doing it. I'm saying that. Um, um, unconsciously, unconsciously, you're looking him at at him more, and you might think he's doing better because of the way he's acting. That's why I would do that to try to make a judge unconsciously <laughs> think that I'm doing better in this round. I'm doing better in this fight. Look at me. I'm I got my hands down. Would you say yesterday? Got my hands down, sticking my chin out. You know, taunting. Yeah, maybe that makes me look like I'm doing better and in a judge's mind. He's not looking at the. He may not like it. But he's looking at you because of it. I I don't I, I can't completely disagree with you there. But that's what I'm saying is 
you can look at it that way, or I feel like if I'm a judge. So you don't like Muhammad Ali. I mean, this is what I'm hearing is you don't you I, you don't like Muhammad Ali. He I didn't did it say every that. fight. I didn't say that. I just I just don't like uh, Team USA in any sport in the Olympics. That's all I'm saying. Uh, uh, no, take it. Back. I'm not saying take it back. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just <laughs> saying the Olympics don't do the same thing for me. I don't get into them like a lot of people do, and I don't necess- if I am watching them, I don't necessarily root for Team USA if I feel like there's there are two people competing or two teams competing, and there's something to really like about this other team, and I'm just kind of whatever about Team USA or there's something to dislike about that team. Just because I live in this country doesn't mean I am blindly rooting for that team. You okay, know? That's so I, so JP Mercura was known as the big as as as, as a uh, uh, he was an asshole. He was he was that's what he did. He 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 was like a, a I don't want to say like a Grayson Allen or JJ Redick or somebody like that. But but that's what no, kind he of was. he was. Well, I was going to say he might have been worse, but just people just didn't know who he was. And he he intentionally tried to. Get under the other team's skin every single game. He played for Xavier. I loved him. I absolutely loved him. Did I like all the things yep. he did? No, but he played for Xavier. I loved him. Do I yes. necessarily love every single person on the United States team or the things they stand for, or the way they act? No, but they play for my team, the United States. So yes, I, I root. That's where my. That's how I see that. It's 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 the fandom that you have. I'm a fan of Xavier. I'm a fan of the Reds. I'm a fan of 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 the United States when it comes to the Olympics. I mean, well, if in anything, but it's in the Olympics in the sporting world, I'm a fan of the U.S. team. So you may not be, you know, the greatest the 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 greatest person in the world, but you play for the United States, man. So I got your back, dog. See, part of it for me is on on the teams that I love or the teams that I even just kind of support, like a Team USA or say Xavier. even a Z- say even Xavier, a Xavier from a couple years ago. Yeah, even a Xavier, even a Xavier team. I I think of myself as a Xavier basketball fan, but not nearly at the level like you are. Your dad is at. Or That's a fine. Lot of other, I know a lot of Xavier fans, but what, I, who so, who are you a fan of at that level? What are you a fan of at that level? You're a fan of the player. You're not a fan of the team necessarily. Is my am I right in saying that? You're more um, of a player I, fan. Except the Cincinnati Reds, I would say the Cincinnati Reds, and this is going to sound really stupid to a lot of people listening to this, but like elder basketball and elder football, perfect elder sports. I would say we'll, those, those we'll take elder out of it because they're all uh, top of the line. Nobody's going to know men. what we're talking. About. They're all top of the no, because they're all top of the line young men that never do anything wrong. So <laughs> I agree. So the Cincinnati Reds. So uh, uh, let's see. How do I do? How do I say this? Uh, Double D Pippin nukes all day yep. long, right? Exactly. You got, what I was thinking. You, you're you. So you you support Derek Dietrich? No, I don't. And you know that I don't because no. Here's the thing. I support him as a baseball player on my favorite team. Right, a team that I love, that I spend and tons still of time for the and energy, Reds. and you still and root for the Reds. Of course, but I hate when he acts like he acts sometimes. That's fine. Well, I, what I'm saying the, is, you can be reason, like that. You can do that. You can do that. But I'm still rooting for the United States, just like he can do that. And you don't have to like it, but you're still rooting for the Reds. Of course, I am. It's the so, same thing. So then maybe. So then, but then maybe we should not quite. Maybe we should separate 
the Olympic sports that are solo sports from no, team sports. No, it's Team USA. And they all walk no, no, out no. in the when, during the opening okay. parade. They all walk out together. There's, you know, 7 billion people that walk out for each team. They're all they're all in it together, man. It's one <laughs> giant team. The archer is on the same team as LeBron James. And you care about the archer the same way you what? care about LeBron James. No. I don't. I care what, about what the United all, States. I still root for him. I still root for him. But I don't so care about him the same way. Just like I didn't I don't care for the way certain people are on different teams. Like there's been guys on the Reds that I've not been a fan of, but I still rooted for the Reds. Of course. Of course you root for the team, but you don't have to root for the player, especially when they're behaving that way. Uh, no. I always root for Derek. You're Dietrich. switching teams though. You're telling me you're off. switching teams. Boxer comes out, he's from the United States, you're switching teams. And he's he's coming out a little arrogant and cocky. You just switched teams. Now you're a Mexico fan. I am a fan of the person that is competing against the person who is behaving like an imbecile. I have like a I like have, a person. I have to agree with you. I'm just this is just too much fun. And here's the biggest thing for me, the very last point I have on this, the reason that I feel that way so strongly about not wanting I so badly do not want and I feel I dislike worse. When players on my favorite teams behave that way, then I even dislike it when players on other teams behave that way because I want my team to be full of good people, humble people, people that work hard and do a good job because they're great at what they do, not because they are behaving in a way that is arrogant and cocky and you're not taunting and you're not, you're not doing that because you respect competition. If you're if you're behaving that way, you don't respect competition, you don't respect your sport, you don't respect the people you're competing against. To me, that's the way I look at it, and I don't want I I dislike even worse when people like that that behave that way are on my team because I don't want other people that aren't a fan of my team to think of my team that way. I want to think I want everybody else to think of the Reds and I want everybody else to think of Elder High School. I want those I want everybody else to think of them as Man, they got a bunch of – they're really good and they have a bunch of really good guys. Not – they're you, really good and they're all huge jerks. If you were a general manager uh, in the mid-90s, late 90s in Major League Baseball, you're telling yes, me that would, if Barry Bonds – I would bring on Barry Bonds. I would bring on – no, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. That's what I was, forget, I'm not talking about the steroid thing because Mark McGuire, <laughs> all, all in all for what you ever hear, was a good guy. Barry Bonds seemed like he could be a, an arrogant prick, right? So you're telling me that if Barry Bonds was a free agent and wanted to come to your team, you wouldn't even entertain it? Uh, I'm not – no, I'm not saying I wouldn't entertain it. Absolutely not. I would, he, he was, he was transcendent. He was, he was. So it's okay to be, so it's okay to be, uh, this, this overbearing crazy person. If you're a transcendent athlete to a generation, not necessarily, not necessarily. It's a, it's part of the formula. It's part of this is I before E except after C and, and, you know, all the crazy stuff in the English language. Like I have my rules, but I will go away from my rules for Look, certain instincts and certain things. No, no, no. There, there's gray area in everything. In almost totally everything in life, there's yes. gray area. 
but but it, it's it's a matter of that's one of the things that weighs one of the things that weighs into whether I'm gonna I have an opportunity to bring Barry Bonds onto my team to sign him. One of the things that I weigh is how good he is as a player. Another thing is how he's gonna mesh with the rest of the guys in the clubhouse. Are, is everybody gonna is he gonna be great and is everybody gonna hate him and everybody's gonna uh you know, their chemistry is a thing in sports. It is a thing. It's not everything. You have a lot of locker rooms in every sport where guys don't like each other, especially the more, the, the, the bigger the roster you have, there yeah. are going to be more people that don't like each other. It's, it happens in every sport. All right. You hear when, when teams win, you hear everybody talking about, it's just a great bunch of guys. I just love all these guys. We just we all love each, everybody just likes each other and everybody gets along. You hear that every time a team wins a World Series, wins an NBA Finals, wins. It. Guess what? The teams that don't win, you hear about the stuff. Well, this guy, you know, these two guys, uh, you know, the Houston Rockets uh, couldn't win in the playoffs. Suddenly, Chris Paul and James Harden hate each other and can't get along. Okay, guess what? That just so happens to be when they're losing. And that happens on winning teams too. I mean, you can have almost the does, exact same team that wins and the next year they lose and they go from two different stories. Everybody loves each other to all of a sudden Shaq and Kobe can't stand each other. You know, it happens right. with winning teams too. I just feel like you, it does. It, it does. It does. But I'm, I'm saying that's, that's part of the formula. You do have to chemistry does mean something. And the Lakers, they, they talk about how the Lakers could have won eight championships in 10 years if those guys could have gotten along. So that's that's the thing. I mean, they did win together, but it could have lasted a lot longer if they could have set their egos aside, right? And uh, so so that's what I'm talking about is that's part of it. Like, I, it's not – if you're a huge jerk, I'm not only – I'm not only bringing on good guys, even if they're not good, at a professional level. At an amateur level, I think I can make that – I can I can make that sacrifice. I can get the best people I can. I can I can deal with because we deal with it on the high school level. We have to make those decisions. All right. right. And and it's we have to we have to make decisions every year. Like, is this person this person is poison? All right. This person is poison for our team and sometimes for specific people. I'm not talking about, by the way, I'm not talking about specifically the team that I coach, because I just mentioned we deal with it in high school, but I'm sure. just saying in my experience, um, and knowing a lot of other people in that in that same experience, um, you have that decision to make. And at that level, you might have a player that can help you on the floor, but they are a they're poison. They are a I don't want to use the c word, uh, but you know they're bad for your team because they're affecting they're affecting attitudes in the rest of the, on the rest of the team, or even if it's only one or two other people. And that's a big deal. Um, on the professional level though, there's, there's a lot more to it. There's there money drives way, way, way more of how you put together a team and how you run a team and stuff like that. So to answer your question (laughs) with with a way too long answer, it depends on a lot of things. Okay. To make a long story short. 
Where yeah, where did we where did we jump off there? We no, were talking I, about the Olympics. I, no, I think we I think we pretty well made our points. I think we pretty <laughs> we, we pretty we well argued with each other <laughs> and uh, got it all out. I feel like you uh, you've got a slight bit of patriotism in you uh, enough to that mm-hmm. I will still call you a uh, citizen of the United States of America. So okay. we're good there. Uh, but you know what we need to do right now. Yeah, I do. Right you, now, please say it. Right now, we need to get into uh, the the last segment of the show, which always ends with our comedy segment. And we right. we got through this, almost got through this yesterday. This is where my computer blew up. So we've already hod. What we watched was Mark Marin. Uh, what was the title of it again? It was. Uh, it was. Oh End of God. times or good times. And- uh, end times fun. End, end times, times fun. fun. Yes. End times fun. Yeah. I, I was I was uh, as quickly as possible scrolling through, <laughs> trying scrolling to find through, it uh, through Netflix. the Netflix on the TV. So uh, that's <laughs> I, so that's what we watched. Uh, I ranked it. I gave it three highs. I was. I, I did. I give it three. You did give it three. Or did I say two something. I gave it a three. I don't even know if you I really feel that good about it, but I wasn't super <laughs> impressed. I just, you know, middle of the road. It, uh, you know, uh, I, 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 the very first joke was the one that got me the most because I have no idea who this guy is. Somehow I don't know who Mark Marin is, and his one of his first jokes were, you know, he considers himself a middle of the road comedian, and. That's a, or not comedian, but celebrity, celebrity. celebrity. And, uh, you know, you walk down the road and have three guys walk up and one guy's like, Oh my gosh, that's Mark Marin. And the other guys are like, who in the heck is that? And yeah. there you go. I'd be one of the two other guys. You'd be the guy going, Oh my gosh, it's Mark Marin. And I'd be the guy going, yeah. ah, I don't really know who that is. <laughs> yep. Um, I was kind of in the same boat you were, I gave it a three, two. I, I thought it was, I thought it was okay. I thought there were there were you know some jokes that I thought were kind of funny. Um, he talked a lot about uh, you know a lot. A big reason is because a lot of comedians are talking about this right now, but also because of his age. Um, he he said he was fifty eight, I think, and he he talked about how different times were, you know, whatever twenty, thirty, forty years ago, and uh, to, compared to the, how they are now. And he was talking about everybody is holding a phone constantly and everybody's buried, you know, and he's like, remember, do you remember waiting for stuff? Remember when we had to wait for stuff, waiting in line and you just had to stare and look around at each other and stuff. And uh, so he did, he like, he stood up, he stood up because he sat most of the time and he does that. He does that most of the time when he's on his specials and when he's in clubs and stuff, he's a, he's a sitter. He's a, he's a sit down comedian. Mm -hmm. Um, so, uh, but he stood up and acted like he was standing in line and he didn't have a phone to look at. So he just like, he just like kind of sighed a couple of times and just kind of like looked up at the ceiling and looked around and, you know, like looked at his watch and anyway, um, that was, he, he did some pretty good stuff on that. Um, and you know, he talked about the, he's like, he said, remember the Palm pilot and you know, he talked about the stylus and he talked about over the years, there have been so many different devices and you have all these different electronics and stuff. You you uh, build up this box of all kinds of wires and chargers and different connectors. I did connectors. laugh pretty hard at that because I've got that box. It's in. My, I've got two of them. I have two boxes. They're in my garage and they've just got 
wires and and chargers <laughs> and phone line like i got phone line and ethernet cords and you don't need any of that as long as your modem's somewhere close to the original line coming in the house you're good like i've got ethernet i've i've got all kinds of crap in these two boxes couldn't even tell you as do i and guess what i would do if i needed some sort of cord go buy i'd it. probably go i'd go buy one not me that is not me Whenever we lose something or somebody's got a different type of phone besides an iPhone, because we've I've got iPads and phones, that's what everybody has in this house. So if somebody comes in like, oh man, I need a charger or I need to when we set up this all these wires inside the studio right now, half of these wires are just random RCA cables and things that I found <laughs> in that box and I just played around until I made stuff work and connect together. <laughs> I have no idea if any of this is correct, but I got that box out. I get it out when I need it and I find things. That's what I do. That's good, man. That, that's good to be resourceful like that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that, so I, we, I have that too. And uh, so anyway, he did he did a bunch of stuff about that. The the thing that I, that really lost me was his very last thing that lasted like 10, 15 minutes that he talked about yeah. this big fantasy of Jesus coming back, to, you know, coming back or whatever, yeah. making his uh, return. And and he involved because he's he's pretty political. He has opinions pretty strong about politics and he's like everybody else. He just hates everybody and politics and all that kind of stuff but anyway he um he had mike pence involved in it and he had some uh some pretty lewd acts going on between jesus and mike pence and somebody else i can't even remember it all now because i was just looking at it like with my forehead all crinkled up like what in the world are you doing what here, happened man? what happened to this special that's what i thought like where is this going? What? Where did this go to all of a sudden? You're not Nikki Glaser. You're not Whitney Cummings. You're not one of these people that just talk about some weird-ass crazy stuff or that one girl that I don't think we ever really watched her, but she like does this hunched-over thing and acts like a gargoyle or something when she's talking about things. I can't remember her name. She's pretty funny. Oh. But uh, anyway, you're not one of these people. Like Just stick to what you do best, which is you know, trying to tell some funny stories. Yeah. Um, yeah, so what'd you I, I wish it? he would have done it? that because he, I, I rated it a three, um, for the, for the, for the times that he did that, for the times that he just had a joke and had a, a, a you know, a, uh, uh, premise, uh, set up a punchline or whatever, like normal. Um, so anyway, I gave it a three. Uh, we did decide last night that our next, uh, comedy pot or our next, uh, comedy special that we're going to watch is the new Tom Segura one that just came out this week called right. Ball Hog. Yep. I'm excited Tom about Segura that because the- on the on Netflix, he's got a bag of balls, which looks like that's going to be pretty fun. So I, I'm excited to yep. hear where this goes. He's yep. a Cincinnati uh, guy. We grew up in Cincinnati. I don't know if he grew up, but he was at least born here. I don't know how much he grew up here. but uh, Yeah, somewhere I'm, near here. Yeah, I'm excited about this. I love yeah. Tom Segura. This guy cracks me up, but he's gotten pretty big over the last couple of years. And I told you, yes. we've talked about this before. When these comedians get big, their specials go down, man. Their specials aren't yes. as good. And I'm nervous about that because I really like Tom Segura. And I hope, I hope this doesn't do that to me. I hope this is more like Dave Chappelle where, you know, it's still really funny, still really good. Um, in my eyes, speaking of Dave Chappelle, Adam Speaking of Dave Chappelle, 
tell me. Tell us what you did, Adam. Adam, Adam, Adam took some time in the middle of the night. I got a, I got an email at twelve forty seven on Monday, a.m. That's twelve forty seven a.m. Twelve forty seven a.m. Yeah, I'm not sleeping a whole lot these days uh, <laughs> because I'm so anxious and nervous about everything. But um, uh, so yeah, I, I did. I I just put together a little sh- a little spreadsheet of the comedians, the, s- the title of the s- uh, special that we watched, uh, which episode we talked about it on the podcast, uh, and which and what we rated it. So we've got that information now, and I, I, it'll be easy now because I can just each week update it. It's one you know one line to update now. Yep. So anyway, but the first uh, the first seven spe- comedy specials that we watched, we did not necessary we didn't have the ha rating scale right correct we didn't say how many ha's we gave it so uh we didn't necessarily rate it exactly we just talked about it and talked about whether we liked it or whatever but we did um almost each week but definitely at the end of the seven uh that we watched we kind of put them in order uh we said we like this better than this one and but not this one you know what i mean and the ones that we had watched were were uh there was whitney cummings can I touch it? Uh, Dave Chappelle, Sticks and Stones, Jim Gaffigan, Quality Time, Eddie Murphy, Delirious, Bill Burr, Paper Tiger, and Dimitri Martin, um, The Overthinker. Oh, and Nikki Glaser, banging. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, yeah. So, what we thought we might do is try to go back because we have in other episodes tried to remember what we rated those and said, oh, yeah, I gave that a four and a half. And we never rated it. We never rated them at all. All right, so so I'm going to start with mine. So I I ranked those in this order. Chappelle, Burr, Murphy, Martin, uh, Glazer, Gaffigan, Cummings. So I'm going to go right down the the list because I believe I would have gave Dave Chappelle in that four, four and a half range. But now that we've decided that it's not uh, just half numbers, I'm going to give him a 4.72. I'm going to give uh, Bill Burr uh, a clean 4.2. I'm going to give uh, – That's clean right there. That's clean. That has hand sanitizer all over. Yes, it does. Eddie Murphy's going to go right at a 3.8. And then uh, Dimitri Martin, uh, the overthinker, he's right in the middle. So guess what he gets? The middle score, which is a three. Yeah, it's a two and a half, so you give it a three. <laughs> it's it's a it's a it's a five, there, you can give it five haws. Yep. You can give it five haws. You got one, two, three, four, five. What's the number in the middle? What's the number in the middle? You can give it zero three. Haas. Three's in the middle. I'm sticking <laughs> to that. It. I totally agree with you, but I'm sticking to my original <laughs> saying on that. Uh so that puts Nikki Glazer, which I love Nikki Glazer. I just didn't like banging that much so i'm going with like a 2.7 on that gaffigan uh we'll go with like a two point uh 2.4 and whitney cummings i'm gonna give her a clean two clean two wow 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 okay so we because gaffigan you loved i love jim gaffigan um so the lowest score you gave anybody was a two you gave that to whitney cummings for can i touch it and you gave it to jeff dunham for beside himself yeah, I didn't like the Jeff highest. Dunham. The highest score you gave was four point nine. 
the 4.9 original kings of comedy the original kings of comedy by far yes, sir. by far the best that uh, we've watched 4.9 so okay so then for me uh man so so let me ask you one quick question here when you were rating those were you looking at the rest of the ones that you rated? No, no I didn't look at any of the other ones. Uh, I just looked see? at the seven I had and went, boom, straight down. I don't care what I rated everything that, else. Because you after you just, nice to, you just told me Whitney Cummings and, uh, and Jeff Dunham, I ranked the same. And I think even though I wasn't the biggest fan of the Whitney Cummings one, it was better than Jeff Dunham. So. <laughs> <laughs> see? That's where I'm going to get stuck. I overthink. I'm like Dimitri Martin. I'm the overthinker, right? You're so, definitely the overthinker. <laughs> so I, I I, need these scores and I need to see what I gave these other scores and think about how I compare them to how much I liked the other ones. So it's 1146 as we speak right now. By 1246, I should have these uh, you, in an hour. I'm going to let you do the yours on your own. I'm going to let you do yours on. I'll tell you the order you no, no, put no, those no, no. in. I'm kidding about that. Oh, you're going to do kidding. it. You ready to go? I'm going to do it. I'm going to try to do right. it as quick as I can. Yeah. I just wanted to prepare you. I wanted to tell you it was going to be an hour so that when it's 20 so this minutes, is an hour. Like, oh, this is an hour and 43 minute podcast at this moment in time. This could be, okay. this is, this could be the longest podcast we ever have. If it takes you an hour. Nope. We are not hitting the two. We are not hitting the two hour mark. All right, let's do it. Okay, Whitney Cummings. I am giving. All I got to do is look at a couple of them. Uh, so I'm gonna say, she is. I'm gonna give that one. I'm gonna give that one a two, just like you did. I'm gonna give Dave Chappelle. So the highest. I, okay. Uh, that see. was the guy you ranked first in your list. Whitney Cummings was the last one of those seven that you have to rank uh, Dave Chappelle's right, the highest. Right. So I'm, I'm just going down in order that we watch them. Okay. So Dave, so Dave Chappelle, I'm going to give him a, whew, I'm going to give him a four point, ah, man, I'm going to give him a 4.7. Oh, wow. You gave him a 4.72. I'm giving him a four point, a clean 4.7. I'm giving Gaffigan, <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving Gaffigan a I'm giving Gaffigan a 4.5. Wow. I'm giving that's Eddie tied, Murphy. That's tied for, for your second highest. Yeah. I'm giving Eddie Murphy. You know what? I'm giving. Yep. Yeah, I am giving him a 4.5. I'm giving Eddie Murphy a. Whew. You have him third last on the list. Yeah. I'm giving him a. Uh, I'm going to give him a. Man, that was so tough because I saw that so many times. And a long it was, time and, it, ago. and it was, and it was old, and it just didn't. Yeah, it, it, that's it was hard. I feel bad, but you, you've got him under Demetrius Martin and above, uh, and above Nikki Glazer and Whitney Cummings. I mean, you got him pretty low yeah. on here ranked. So I do remember that. I do. That's why so I went in gonna... order of what my rankings were, so I knew I would keep in that order. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give him a three point one. Okay. I am going to give Bill Burr a 4.3. Okay. What did you give Gaffigan? Four and a half. I gave You're Gaffigan good. a yep. 4.5. You're good. Okay. I'm going to give Dimitri Martin a... <clears throat> Boy. I'm going to give Dimitri Martin a... Gosh. I'm going to give him a very reluctant 3.5. <laughs> 
3.9. It's got to be above Burr and, and or above Martin and, or above Murphy and below Burr. Yep, and I am going to give um, I'm going to give Nikki Glazer. I'm going to give that one a two. I'm going to give that one a two point two point two. Two point two. There you go. All right. So next week is for sure. We are doing Tom Segura. 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 Is it Segura or Segura? I th- I've heard both. I think I've been saying Segura. 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 Well, let's. We'll have to listen. We'll listen to, to how, how they, they introduce themselves. It. Yeah, how he gets introduced. So that's how we'll do it. So I'm I'm excited because this is a guy that I really like. I just kind of really got onto him last year, or maybe it was two years yeah. ago. I really got onto him and watched uh, watched uh, three of his specials kind of back-to-back-to-back and really liked all three of them. I'm hoping, I'm hoping this is not Tiffany Haddish, this is not Whitney Cummings. I'm hoping that this is not, uh, uh, you know, somebody like that, that I can enjoy this greatly and, and give it a good grade. A good grade, a lot of haws because I need it. Uh, I need. We all need some haws in our life right now. So go on Netflix, watch Tom Segura. Uh, what was it? Something balls. Ball hog. Ball hog. Ball hog. Uh, it's called hog balls. Hog balls. Hog yeah. balls. That sounds like no, something uh, that uh, Joe Rogan would make somebody eat in uh, the Joe Rogan yeah, show. Fear factor. Fear factor. Fear factor. There you go. All right, so that's the that's what we got for today. Next week, I'm 100% guarantee you we will at some point in time mention coronavirus or COVID-19. I'm guaranteeing yes, it. Will. Guaranteeing it because we that's will still right be now, man. we will still be uh an iPad apart. Right now you are about 2 feet away from me. Uh, two and a half, maybe, however long my arm is. That's how far my iPad is from me. So we so, need to add four. And you are, um, I feel like your phone's probably about four feet away from you right now. So we're in about this, I think ago. we're in the six-foot realm. I feel like we're in that's Arms like, arms reach. There you go. I feel like we're in the six-foot realm right now talking to each other. We're, we're, we're obeying. Okay. Uh, we're obeying. Uh, the laws of the land right now. Martial law is slowly but surely creeping in on us. Uh, but until then, until then, if you till then, shelter in place, shelter in place, and or stay at home or whatever everybody is saying to do now. But the big thing for me is, if you have to go out, if you have to go out, don't yeah. forget to turn your headlights on.